Hello and welcome to the Preached Word Radio Show, a ministry of Community Baptist Church of Fontana, California, where Dr. Dwight Cooper is our senior pastor. This program features God's Word preached during our Sunday morning services. Community Baptist Church features preaching and teaching that is geared toward spiritual transformation and daily application of the Word of God in your life. We would love it if God speaks to you through our ministry, and it is our hope that you take a moment to visit our website at www.cbcfontana.org. Listen and be transformed. If I can get you to stand with me now and turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4. And I'm going to read verse 10 through verse 14. And when you have it, say amen. Amen. And we want to keep Sister Diane Hensel in our prayers as well. Uh, she's going in Tuesday for a procedure. And, um, you know, she's had a series of procedures. So we want to keep her in our prayers as well. Okay. And it reads like this. Philippians 4, 10 through 14. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know how to get along with humble means and also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Nevertheless, nevertheless, you have done well to share with me in my affliction. And as we know, Paul, oh, you may be seated. I'm sorry. Heavenly Father, we have come once again in the name of Jesus the Christ to bring the word from heaven to the people of this great congregation. And not just at this congregation, but Father, the people that are listening around the world through our streaming broadcast. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, who is the head of this church and the head of every life. We thank you much. Amen. Paul rejoices in the material support of Christians. He says, nevertheless, for all, in all circumstances, adverse or favorable, Paul finds that he can do all things through Christ who, who strengthens him. The name of this sermon today is The Joy of Giving. Uh, Pastor Cooper has embarked us upon a journey through the uh, the, the good fruits of giving and, and, and the belief that all of us as Christian, Christian brothers and, and sisters, we have a responsibility within the kingdom to take care of not just God's house, but take care of one another, take care of the people and the children of God. The Philippian Christians had learned the secret of joyful and liberal financial giving. The church at Philippi had been up the church in Philippi had taken up an offering to give to Paul while he was in prison. Not because he was the great persecutor 
and with blood on his hands and, and uh, the crimes against humanity that he had committed when he was persecuting the Christians in the early church. That's not why he was in prison. At this time, he was in prison because of his beliefs, because of his faith, because his preachings of Jesus Messiah. That is why he is at, he's in prison at this time. George, Paul wrote back to the church and expressed his joy. Joy or its derivative occurs more than 20 times in this letter that he wrote to the Philippians. And let me ask you this question. Have you discovered the joy of giving? Perhaps too many of us view giving as an occasion for grief or even dread. In what ways can giving make you a joyful person? We come first of all, my, my first point is the joy of giving revives our concern. The, world, the word renew in verse 10 describes something that was dead that is now coming to life. The word renewed sometimes translates into the word revive. The word renewed here in this circumstance is like a tree or a plant that loses its leaves in the wintertime. But in the springtime, it comes back and it produces fruit, flowers, and leaves. The Philippian Christians had been lacking in their expressing their concern for Paul, but now, but now, with the gift of money they sent him, they were blossoming and revived with concern for his welfare. Giving, giving, my brothers and sisters, takes away the focus from ourselves, takes the focus off of ourselves, and puts it onto something or someone else. Giving becomes an expression of our concern and our love for other people, just as Jesus laid down his life for all of us. And we all know that there's no greater friend than one that would lay his life down for a friend. Observe here a rich man, a rich man who had sought the wise counsel from another man. The counselor led the man to a window in his office that overlooked the street below. Tell me, he said to the rich man, what it is that you see. The man looked at the counselor and said, I see people, I see humanity, I see trees, I see cars, I see an airplane flying by. The counselor then took him to a mirror. He looks into the mirror and the counselor asks him, what is it that you see now? And he said, I see myself. And so the counselor goes on to explain to him that a mirror is a piece of glass that once it has had silver added to it, becomes a mirror. And when you look into a mirror, you only see yourself and you forget about other people. As we focus on the needs of others, we experience great joy. Giving revives or renews our concern for God's people. After all, Jesus commanded us to do what? Love one another. So much love, Jesus left his glory. He left his glory behind in heaven and came down here to stand in our place on the cross. And so we are forever grateful for that. He crossed 42 generations to come down here and save a wretch just like me. Just like me. He put on the crown of salvation and he put a breastplate of righteousness on and he came to do battle with the evil. And we thank him for that today. 
Amen. The joy of giving teaches us contentment. Paul did not want the Philippians church to think that his joy rested on whether he had money. We see in verse 11, Paul writes, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. Paul had taught himself, he had taught himself to be satisfied, to be satisfied with whatever he had. He had joy in his life. He had learned contentment. His sufficiency was in Jesus the Christ. In Hebrews 13, 5, make sure that your character is free from the love of money. Being content with whatever you have. For he himself said, I will never desert you, nor will I forsake you. Those are the words of Jesus the Christ. That is the promise that we believe in today. That Jesus will never forsake us and never leave us alone. Paul believed that whether you were naked or clothed, whether you were rich or poor, whether you were hungry or full, he believed that if you had Jesus the Christ in your life, you had all that you need. Today, as we go about our lives, we live today in a, a consumer-oriented society. In that society, we are under a, a, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure to do what? To put a lot of value on the material things. To the point that our joy is based on how much we have. This results in chronic, I said chronic, dissatisfaction. We never seem to have enough. Observe here an elderly man who had a neighbor move in next door to him. This elderly man had learned much about doing with little. He watched as his new neighbor moved in and moved all of his fancy cars, his fancy pictures, his fancy sofas, and everything, all his expensive electronic gadgets. He watched as and marveled at this man. The older man would later on call over the fence and ask the new neighbor, if you find you are lacking for anything, my neighbor, let me know and I will show you how to live without it. Contentment means living with the sense of God's adequacy, a conviction that God is adequate for anything that we may need or any circumstance that we may face. Therefore, Therefore, we can be joyfully, we can give joyfully, knowing God will supply our every need. Let me ask you this question here. Can a Christian attain joyful contentment, especially in a materialistic world like we're living in today? Well, we go to verse 13, and Paul writes, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. With Jesus comes the strength that we need to learn to be content. With Jesus, we have the wealth and the promise that those who choose to follow him shall have eternal life. That is the promise from Jesus the Christ. That is the purpose of his coming to the, to the world and walking amongst us 2,000 years ago, that we may have access to the fruits on the tree of life. We have a mansion awaiting us, and we thank you so much for that, Jesus. That is the gospel, and that is also 
good news. The joy of giving makes us partners in a ministry. It makes us partners here at Community Baptist Church. Said, Paul said this about, the, about this gift of money sent by the church at Philippi. You can read this in verse 14. Nevertheless, you have done well to share with me in my affliction. Again, we know that Paul is in prison, but the, the Philippian church has stepped up to the plate like no other church at the time. If you think of the other the great churches of Corinth, the Thessalonian church, all these churches that have more money than, than this little Philippian church. But this Philippian church had the faith. Paul planted this church and went away. And while he was in prison, this church was the only church that supported him and supported his ministry. While he was in Roman bondage, these people continued to support him. The word share, the word share is the same word often translated as fellowship. The word share indicates a partnership or a fellowship. We partner with other Christians. Now, let me say that again. We partner with other Christians to help advance the kingdom. The very kingdom that Sister Joy preached about last week. And that is good news. Giving help to spread the gospel, not just locally, but to the entire world. Jesus commanded that we are to go. We have the first commission, Matthew 28, instructing us to go baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Community, Bapt Community Baptist Church today is moving closer and closer with every, with every moment to reaching the entire Inland Empire and even beyond through radio, through social media, internet radio. You almost can't, you almost don't have an excuse anymore for not hearing our services. There's almost no excuse. <laughs> Actually, our stream broadcasts are reaching every nook and cranny of the world. And that's only due to God's prevailing. So just imagine this, just imagine this. If each person in here, in this auditorium, and even our friends, our friends of, of Community Baptist Churches, our church, our sister churches, if they all got on board together with us, imagine what we could do with the technology. And we're not talking about expensive technology. Very little money has been put into it because very little funding has been given for that purpose. But Pastor Cooper has a vision of getting the word of God out there beyond just the four walls of Community Baptist Church. So now what we need to do as Christians, as brothers in Christ, we see an avenue we need to get behind it. So not just financially, but by listening and sharing. And those are some of the basic principles of, of being on social media is sharing the information. Sister Deborah knows what I'm talking about, okay? Sister Charlotte knows what I'm talking about. Sister Regina, Sister Hensel knows. Through Facebook, through uh, Twitter, all you have to do is hit the share button. But first thing you got to do is learn. We got to turn off the TV. We got to do all these things and focus on what's here. We, we often complain about, well, the church isn't doing this and the church isn't doing that. The church is doing lots of things. The church is doing a lot. But what are we doing? We're still sitting around like, I didn't want to learn computers 10 years ago, and I don't want to learn computers today. Well, today you don't have to learn a whole computer. You have a telephone 
As a matter of fact, I got mine right here. You have this. If you can go like that and get the screen to come on, you are online, and all you have to do is go to a certain place. Okay? I know I have personally set up three or four Facebook accounts right here in this church for three or four people that have never responded to a thing that I have said on, on Facebook. And I'm not saying that to be funny, although it is funny. And I'm not trying to insult anybody, but I'm just telling you, there are ways to do things now, okay, that don't require a whole lot of time, don't require a whole lot of running up and down the road. You almost don't have to come to this church building if you don't want to. You can go to our website if you want to do make contributions to this church. You can go to Fonta or cbcfontana.org. We have PayPal set up. We have everything set up where you can make a contribution to this church. Oh, well, you know, I kind of got off there, but, you know. But, it, you know, I've been wanting to say that for, for five or six years now. I've been wanting to say that for a long time. You know, we, this church over the years has been through a lot, but it also has done a lot. It has done a lot. And our members, we, you know, we, you know, we want to do other things. And then we show up at, at a church meeting and we say, well, we ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. The church is doing a lot of things that a lot of people just are not taking advantage of. We have strangers that know more about what's going on in Community Baptist Church than the people sitting right here in the pew today. And like I said, Sister Coy last week, she put down a message that, you know, okay. And you had the opportunity yesterday at 3.30 to hear it. Mother, did you hear it? I bet it brought tears to your eyes, didn't it? I had my alarm clock set on my telephone, and guess what? The alarm went off, and I looked at my phone, and I'm like, I didn't know, what, why is my alarm going off? But see, I had already heard the message. I had heard the message 20 times because I did the edit. I do, I go through the trouble of creating and producing the edit that goes to the radio station. People say, well, you know, your voice is on there. Why is your voice on there? I don't want my voice to be on there. I want somebody else's voice to be on there. But I need somebody to come to me and say, Antonio, I want to do this thing with the radio. Otherwise, guess what I have to do? I got to do it. And guess who's got to go down to the radio station? Me. Anyway, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be fussing, but you know, you know, I've been, I've been at Community Baptist Church for eight years. And in that time frame, I've seen a whole lot of some things. I got a word that I would love to say, but I can't say it. But I've seen some things that lead me to believe that people are not, you know, they're not genuine or sincere when it comes to progressing the word of God. Okay, and I don't mean to, you know, slap anybody upside the head, but it's time to get on board. Everything is here. Your pastor right now, we, he's putting together, a, he wants to put together a nursery. Uh, we want to have a building on the other field over there. You know, we're paying almost $1,000 a year to keep the grass cut over on that thing. So I'm just saying, come on. <laughs> Don't get me started here. Okay. Observe here. Now, just observe this now. A man was driving. And this is what I'm saying, how things happen. But God prevails in these things. A man was driving across the desert en route to Las Vegas. And he picked up a stranger. 
They struck up a conversation at which time the driver began talking about his aspirations. The passenger listened and hung on the driver's every word. The passenger soon asked the driver, what's stopping you from growing your business? Oh, procrastination? No. Money. <laughs> the driver said money. When they arrived in Vegas, he dropped the passenger off in front of his hotel. The passenger went up in his hotel room, sat down and wrote out a last will and testament and had it delivered to the business of the driver. The man, the passenger, was Howard Hughes. And people, many people think that this story is a myth, but it is true. This man, this driver, had the document, but it was never honored for obvious reasons. Our video ministry and our audio ministry, the majority of the ministries on, in, in this church, they all sit right now primarily unfunded. Most don't even know that these ministries are there. Most of us don't know. But God's word will, as I said earlier, go forward with you or it will go without you. Amen? That is history. That is, I mean, he, he prevails in every way. He uses us. He gives us the opportunity to participate. But he is going to prevail whether he whether we participate or not. The joy of giving pays spiritual dividends. Paul made it clear in verse 17 that, that monetary gifts were uh, not for the monetary gifts were not for his own benefit. Giving blesses the one who gives more than it does the one who receives. Yeah, I mean, I used to hear that as a boy. It's better to give than it is to receive. The, the phrase credit to your account implies that giving to the Lord is like investing in kingdom matters. Kingdom work pays spiritual dividends. Giving for the right reasons and from the right reasons becomes to God in his sight a well-pleasing, sweet sacrifice. But I have received everything in full, he says in verse 18. And, and have abundance. I am amply supplied, having received from Ephroditus what you have sent, a fragrant aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. This language is Old Testament-esque. This is Old, Test Old Testament language and, and it, because it goes back to the old times and when we were sacrificing sacrificing animals, blood sacrifices. And these things indicate that we are in worship and we have devotion to our God. Sacrifices that fill our hearts with great joy. The psalmist wrote in, in Psalms 4, verses 5 through 7, offer the sacrifices of righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many are saying, who will show us any good? Lift up your light Lift up your light, lift up the light of your, of your countenance upon us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart more than, than when their grain and their new wine abound. The joy of giving grows our faith, my brothers and sisters. It grows our faith in our God. Perhaps some of us, perhaps some of us, the members of the church, 
to perhaps some of them, the members at, of the church at Philippi, had given to Paul's ministry, but were worried, and this is where we, this is us, this is us now, were worried that they might not have enough money left to meet their own needs. Paul gave them a great promise to stand upon. Many Christians sit at the kitchen table or at their desk and they mull over their bills. And they conclude that they have no or little money to give to God. Verse 19 encourages us to take the leap of faith. Trusting God. Trusting God. Okay? Trusting God to meet our every need. And verse 19 reads this way. And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory and in Jesus Christ. So here we have, coming from that verse, God meets our needs personally. My God. He meets our needs liberally. All your needs. He meets our needs gloriously according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Observe here, I have one more illustration for you. A primitive tribe located in the jungles of South America, anthropologists had learned that the most important role within that tribe was the keeper of the flame. The fire is precious, is a precious commodity to this tribe, and one member of the tribe is entrusted with the responsibility of keeping the fire alive. During the night, the flame keeper adds wood to the fire. His task is vital. Each of us, each of us sitting here today is a flame keeper. Each of us has a vital task within the kingdom of God. Each of us has to add a little bit more wood to the fire. And as I conclude, as we give financially to the Lord's work, we become keepers of the flame. When we become keepers of the flame, we help to spread the good news of the gospel. We meet the people's needs. We assist people in growing spiritually. And we enable our churches to shine as God's light in the community and in the world and in the universe. Such privileges fill our hearts with joy. Or it should. And at this time, I'm not going to say the doors of the church are open because the doors of the church, the doors of the house of God is always. Thank open. you for listening. And we trust that you enjoyed this week's preached word from Community Baptist Church of Fontana, California. The preached word radio show is made possible by the generous donations from the Community Baptist Church family and friends. If you would like to support this program, please do so by visiting our website at www.cbcfontana.org or by mailing your donation to Community Baptist Church, 15854 Sierra Lakes Parkway, Fontana, California, 92336. We thank you and God bless you all.